It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vets, two opinions, one based in reality and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I'm your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett. And with me, as per usual, we bring you Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flotum. Hello, John. What's going on, man? Uh, interesting weekend uh, uh, all around. Uh, I didn't catch a lot of the ancillary sports. Uh, I was out traveling like a lot of people were. Not deer hunting this year, though, John. I have uh, mm. not decided to go to the woods. Um, disappointment to all. Not to the deer, though. Because I am a rather successful hunter, so the deer did well with me not going to the woods. Um, but uh, uh, reason to be happy with the Packers, uh, although it was more predicated on someone dropping a touchdown pass at the end. That definitely helped. Um, yeah, and uh, oh, you know, and uh, Packers are the number eight seed in the NFC right now. So yeah, go pack, go. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, the Brewers didn't do anything to really cripple my uh, fanhood. So uh, yeah. All right. How well, about you? What's um, going on? Not a lot. We had a fun thing with with deer hunting where uh, one of the local golf courses has enrolled themselves in a. I'm not going to say which one. Uh, in the the forest management program for the tax write off, you know, you get a huge tax break, but then people can hunt it. Um, oh. And they got very mad because people were setting up stands and 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 blinds out there. And they wanted to see if these people could get arrested or if they could go and remove all their stuff and throw it out. And they're like, no, no, you can't. Weird. Like, yeah, it was super fun. Do, um, do they're shoot, very unhappy. Do you shoot the deer with a gun or with a nine iron? Yeah. <laughs> the nine iron wouldn't have a lot of pop not, behind it. Not really a lot of to, sticking power. You really power. have to hammer with a two iron right to there, the head. There's no knockdown with uh, the ball coming off the nine iron. You want to you yeah. go driver, straight driver, and straight driver, uh, see what yeah. you can do. And uh, yeah, just take it right to. Oh the deer. no, I meant with the club. No, oh, hit him with the club. Let's go straight yes. to the deer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Either one of those, two, three shots. I mean, you it's probably wildly it inhumane and should be frowned upon. And I'm sure Peta is gonna. I'm gonna get an email <laughs> from Peta after this one. That's fine. Yeah, they they <laughs> listen to us. I know. Um, I know. Anyhow, uh, we want to remind you that you can follow us on many different social media platforms. You what? can. Find, yeah, yeah. You can find this show on the X Twitter. Uh, at Scotty Johnny Pod, you can also find it on uh, Mastodon at Scotty Johnny Pod. Uh, then you can find me on all these different things. I'm on Blue Sky at uh, J E Barnett. I'm on Mastodon at Scotty Johnny, and I'm on X Twitter at Not So Humble Host. Aaron, how do people find you out there in the the different social verses, the the, 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 the intersphere? Um, yeah. You can find me at Cheddar Talk John uh, at Cheddar Talk on the X Twitter. Also, Apple Bottom Flottom uh, on Blue Sky Social. I have invites to give out, so uh, go find oh. me. And yeah, I have I, a bunch now, too, I guess. Yeah, they used to be hard to come by, but now it's just like cryptocurrency. It's everywhere. <laughs> There's lots of it. So I've got like six of them. So there we go. I was just taking a look. I have five currently, so I'll see if family wants them over Thanksgiving. Other than that, we'll see. Yeah, that right. hey, you know that that'll be cool to bring up. At, oh, I should. Oh, that's what I should give people for Christmas presents this year. <laughs> just Merry color. Christmas! Here's your blue sky. Here's your blue sky invitation. Just a large box with a weight in it, and also yeah. a, a blue sky code. Yeah, that would be yes. something fun. Oh my God, so great! Got it, nailed <laughs> it, done. 
All right. Well, let's kick everything off right away with the segment of our show that we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. We'll start everything off in the main event with Packers. And this week, we got, we got all kinds of winning in terms of the, this is like opposite of our normal weeks where we were having the, the hockey teams murdering it and volleyball murdering it. And then our football team is falling flat. And we we flipped it. We flipped the script this week. And one of these times, again, we'll get back to just winning all of them. But uh, this week it is Packers Badgers winning big one. I, know for the, I prefer the everybody winning things. Yeah, let's anyway. make that happen. Um Again, it has happened, but not often. Uh, Chargers win. I did not feel comfortable about this game. Like we talked about, the Chargers had like the seventh ranked DVOA offense and like 27th defense. So this is a game they should have ripped on. And Love looked good. He looked good against what isn't a very good defense uh, at home, which is nice. And they were in the throwback, so you got that. Uh, I but do then, like those throwbacks. I would, if, if they yeah. were to t- tell it, come out tomorrow and say those throwbacks are their permanent uniforms, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, they're nice. It's it's bold with the way the green and the yellow work out there. There's mm-hmm. a different looking green, but yeah, it's it's nice. And I like the stripe. is It's good. They're, they're solid. They're clean. It's nice. The brown helmet ones with the white dot Acme packing uniform ones, those are <laughs> cute novelty. They're kind of like the Pittsburgh Bumblebee ones. Yeah. You know, take it or leave it. And some of the other incarnations of it, early 80s ones are okay too. But like, honest to God, like that, those 50s ones that they were wearing, those are sharp. Those yeah. are they're a good look and they're not ugly. No. You know, so they're interesting though compared to a lot of normal stuff. The green pants are nice. I like that mm-hmm. a little bit. It's it's a good change up at least. The yellow the yellow helmet's a little off putting. I, I don't know if you go straight green helmet. That'd be a little bit off. The thing is is NFL rule now they have to have they can only have one helmet. So they what they used to do is have an alternate helmet, but the NFL wants you keeping the same helmet. So even when you go alternate, all that's happening is they're taking the logo off. Taking the G off. Okay. So the, yeah, so, the, so one time you don't carry the G. Got it. Okay. <laughs> nailed it. All right. Uh, uh, in, in this yeah, case, uh, the other thing that made this hard is uh, we got an MCL sprain for Aaron Jones. So the Packers offense was running without its best player uh, for a good chunk of this game and continued to run fairly effectively. Then we also lose uh, Emmanuel Wilson. Uh, so now which stinks because that gave him a chance to like actually shine like yeah that was yeah. that was rough but then we've got uh patrick uh taylor coming back so he'll be out there i i really think the packers are going to sign someone else at some point right like i they've basically I, got two running backs in the roster right now who can play is adrian peterson available he is, and what, was it last week or the week before where we were talking about how he says he wants to play again and thinks he's as good as anybody out there. And Of course he does. Yeah, of course he does. You're, you're a professional athlete. You always think you're as good as anybody. You know, when you're Adrian Peterson, you always think you're the you man. He was the best player on, on was, any field he, he ever played on until uh, the also, end. I was, and I was at the game when they decided to throw, have Ponder throw for a touchdown <laughs> instead of letting him run it to break Dickerson's record. Yeah. So, and, I mean, which, like. Most of his life, he was incredible. the best player he saw. So that's I, I get that idea. That's how he's always thought of himself, and he will continue thinking that way of himself. It'll be interesting. But but I mean, there's I mean, who's yeah. left for like veteran running backs who's you know have a little bit of you know juice left in them? I, I don't think there's any really left out there right now. I, I don't. I can think of. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and the other thing is, there's no trades anymore, and mm-hmm. this, I mean, everybody's. You're gonna be pull, you're gonna be pulling somebody off the practice squad or a vet that you know. Well, I mean it's it's gonna be a Patrick Taylor type. 
That's what it's going to be. You know, someone who wasn't on a practice squad, but is a free agent. We could go get uh, somebody off of someone else's practice squad if you thought you saw something. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, they can go get somebody else off another practice squad. But, I mean, so it's not going to be anybody of note. And, it's yeah, it's like you said, it's already too late in the season. There have been enough other injuries that if there was a running back out there that, you know, has any real playing time, they're done. I mean, it's – yeah. All right. Continue through that uh, injured reserve list because it is – it is getting long at this point. Yeah. Uh, so we still have Jair did have limited practice. Musgrave didn't practice today. Musgrave, apparently, I mean, that seems a little bit more serious than it was. He, than, I mean, than, than he, what was put out. I mean, you can see the play where he came up and grabbed his side. He got off. It was no problem. But um, apparently it was serious enough that he had to go to the hospital. I read. Yeah. So think, we'll I wait to see what's Bill going Huber on with that. Put that out. So. Yeah, you gotta wait to see what's gonna happen with that yet. Um, other than that, I mean, like we had a, a good-looking game. Uh, Wicks and Reed continue to look like guys who can really play in this league. I mean, it's their first year, but Wicks, uh, uh, Reed's end around was um, Reed had a really good first half, and then that play where Wicks got took the shot in the back and stayed up and got another fifteen yards after that. That was that was a, that was a big boy play. Yeah, that was a real big boy play. Jaden Reed, the Packers' leading rusher in this game, three carries yeah. for forty-six yards and a touchdown. Uh, so that's that. That's where we were. Uh, Fourteen carries for Dylan, who only got twenty-nine yards. They were they were trying to stop the run. They had something. I mean, they had a worst of it because they lose Bosa for who knows how long here, but he didn't mm-hmm. get to finish the game. Well, Dylan's on the injured reserve today too. Now I know it's a Thursday night game, so they have that approximated. Uh, injured reserve, but I saw that Dylan was on that too, so that's great. So yeah, I'm trying to see who else who was playing for this one. Um, looking at the list of players at this point, yeah, we've got uh, Musgrave questionable, Manuel Wilson questionable, Deguire questionable, Rudy Ford still questionable. He didn't play in this game at all. Uh, Wicks is listed as questionable at this point. Uh, you can count that for sure. We we don't have Jones at, right now. They're not looking at long-term injury on this one, but uh, MCL sprain is the report, so should be some time before we see him. Definitely on the short week, as we go into Thanksgiving, uh, getting ready to watch the Packers uh, lose their fourth straight, fifth straight, whatever, to the Lions. I mean, they're going to – I don't have any faith in them winning against the Lions this week, who are pretty healthy at this point. And the well, more and talented team I currently. Guess, I guess we get Darnell Savage back this week, which is good. Um Anything back there is nice. I mean, uh, we're still we're Stokes, man. Is he done? Done. <laughs> um, well, he's on IR again, so he's not coming yeah. back this year, and that's just kind of where we are with all of that. Did you say Campbell too? Because Campbell's on the list I, too. I hadn't. He didn't practice today either. Uh, so we'll see if we can get him back out on the field. That that will be something else. Uh, defensive line played pretty well in this game. Uh, Eckler had a couple decent little runs in there. He had the one that he kind of broke off there for a ways. Um, that he had, well, geez, 64 yards on 10 carries for Eckler. Uh, Kelly came in and did a couple other things, but the 37 yard run for Eckler really set up his day. Uh, Herbert led their team in rushing yards. Uh, he had a 28 yard run that just seemed like nobody, nobody was going to get anywhere near him. It was interesting that mm-hmm. way. 
But Love gets his uh, first 300-yard game. He's a, he's a really good player, by the he way. Is. He's... Who seems to be like an impossible situation. Because I don't think he really does anything to really hinder his team. He doesn't seem like he's ever the, the fault. Not not usually, like, no. Uh, but, no. I mean, and and... He's, that guy's got an arm, man. Holy yeah. smokes. Like, we don't see him that often. Like, I see him on, like, you know, like you do on, you know, all the highlights and stuff like that. I don't go into the all 22 on the Chargers. You know, it's rarely that <laughs> no, you get to see that. a whole Chargers game. Plus, the Chargers are usually the late game against somebody else, you know. And yeah, so you get to see him years, there. The last couple of years, the Packers have been the late game, you know, so you're really not seeing him. And uh, we only play the Chargers every four years, and he wasn't starting for the Chargers, I think, the last. Him and Love were tr- drafted the same year, so I don't think he's ever played the Packers before. Maybe he has. Maybe it was his rookie year. But either way, I mean that dude can that dude can throw it, and he can, he's fast. He can really run. He, he can like, move. That's how he beat the Badgers in that Rose Bowl. Um, he yeah. was. He just happened. He led the team in rushing and couldn't throw against that team. That that Badger team, mm-hmm. he was just unable to throw against. But he did everything else well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, he he wasn't the problem here. And and you mentioned this at the beginning before we started recording. He. Um, he hit uh, Quentin Johnson in stride. That's that's a touchdown. He just beat the. We had no safety help down the sideline. Hits him in stride. He's three yards past the the corner there. And uh, it was at least it was at least a 35, 40 yard gain. Like he yeah. might have gotten tackled just before because what the the cornerback was catching up. But yeah, he had, he was burned. Like that yeah, would have been a huge play. Yeah, I, it would have been interesting, but I don't think it was. It wasn't MVS dropping the ball. <laughs> right but yeah that's the thing is i like, bring that up later too but uh, yeah, yeah we don't yeah. Need. but yeah i mean that's that's where it was here so love ends up with 108.5 rating um 322 yards passing uh one mention... first, that was the first 300 yard game since uh 2021 you know that right yep yeah and yep. Uh, i went back uh during his his uh first year as a starter uh, Aaron Rodgers did have four 300-yard games, two of which were against Joe Barry's 0-16 Lions defense. Though. Oh. Two of his four were against that team. So, yeah. Uh, Wait, I don't Joe know. Barry was the coach of the 0-16? No, he was the, the defensive the coordinator, coordinator yeah. of the 0-16. Because like, Joe Marinelli is his father-in-law. That's yep. That's how it. you guys first got coordinator gig. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> One sentence is all I needed. That's right. Yeah, Marinelli is his father-in-law, so that's where it was. Uh, what we saw in this game, though, I guess the biggest things, uh, Jordan Love looked really good, I thought. Not just because he's mm-hmm. playing a bad defense, but he moved well, kept his eyes up. He didn't tuck it and run like he had earlier in the year. Uh, he made sure he kept his eyes downfield. He made a really good throw to Wicks, sliding out to his left, where he had to kind of get his arm back around and made a, a great throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, in and amongst the people there. That was really good. Tucker Kraft actually had a good game and almost a great game where he almost had that God. touchdown after... Uh, he was a quarter inch away from having a great game. Yeah, yeah. after after Musgrave got hurt, uh, he made that nice play, and it was a good run after the, the catch. Hurdles a guy and just barely gets the foot on the line outside. So, yeah, he, made he the looked most, good. He made the most of his time because with DeGuara and... Uh, uh, um, Musgrave yeah, Musgrave, yeah. <laughs> Musgrave both out. I mean, he only had a couple of catches, but I mean, this is what we thought was going to happen. Like it was supposed to be like this. Like him and Musgrave are going to be like uh, Gronk and Hernandez minus the murder. <laughs> but yeah, it it is one of those things though where we got to wait on tight ends, so that's good. But yeah, 
Uh, Dobbs with five catches, Wicks with three, that Reed. Touchdown, that touchdown throw to Dobbs, man. It was like yeah. as, as as if it was it was as if it was directly towards Badger Noonan. Yeah. <laughs> The, the touch on his throws in this game were great. Uh, he mm-hmm. played very well. Uh, defense played incredibly soft out there. Uh, I guess a team that you know has obviously had a bunch of injuries on the receiving core, uh, mm-hmm. but still had Keenan Allen, who also dropped what is essentially a touchdown, maybe mm-hmm. two. And like, he had a couple bad drops early. Chargers had some uh, really bad drops in this game. Yeah. I mean, they played well enough to have won this game. And didn't so the Badger or the Packers here probably go to four and six. The Chargers dropped to four and six, mm. and yeah, this is our this is where we are in our full standings at this point. Uh, I, I mean, it's, pull... it's it's a good place to be for the Packers too. I mean, it's a good measuring stick because this is yeah. the Chargers have were this were what the Packers were four years ago when they drafted Herbert. I keep wanting to call him Hay Bear, but hey uh, Bear. Herbert in the first round, but he had to start right away. You know, they had Eckler back then they've had Allen this whole time and they've got Bosa and they've got a lot of high print. I've got a lot of high price talent on that team mm-hmm. and they can't seem to make it work. And now I know yeah. it was in green Bay. I mean, not that playing in LA would have been any different because they, there's no home field advantage in LA no. for them. Somebody but, else's uh, stadium. Yeah. Right. It, it would have been the same. There would have been as many Packer fans there in LA uh, flights are cheap. Um, but you know, here's a team that's four years into this process, a coach that seems to be very intelligent and very, should be better than he is. Um, he's a defensive guy. They just, they ran that stat though. Like talk about a cursed franchise, like the most one score losses in NFL history. Like it's not, it's, it's ridiculous. Like going back to before bouts, it's like. This team's lost so many games by just one score. Most fourth quarter uh, lead surrenders in league history. Yeah, it's it's just <laughs> unbelievable. You, 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 you can't. You, you, the Chargers got a Charger, man. That's what they do. You know, they. Always, I mean, those teams that they had in the late uh, aughts. You know, um, with Marshall Falk or not Marshall Falk. Um, oh, Ladanian Tomlinson. Ladanian Tomlinson. And they had um, Drew Brees to start off with there because they drafted those Phil guys Rivers. in the same draft. Antonio okay. Gates, you know, yeah. good defense, you know, all these just just games lost by kicks. <laughs> I mean, Vikings fans have nothing on the Chargers. But anyways, but it's a good measuring stick, though, for the Packers because they are a talented team. Um, it was a, it, it, for a close game that a lot of things had to go for the right for the Packers to win. Even if they were lost, I think we would have felt better as opposed to like, that win against the Rams where it, it just didn't, it was just like, which, which team wanted to lose more. It was like the South yeah. park episode where the kids wanted to lose the baseball <laughs> games. Right. Right. You know, so love looked good. Lo- I mean, love is showing things that you, you, I, you can't do a game like he did and not have some talent. Plus it, this is an echo, you know, this has happened before. It's not like he hasn't had a game like this before, you know, it was just, it got lost in some of the other stuff and, and to do it with, you know, uh, uh, with with a ragtag squad and one running back, you know, and an offensive line for the first time in 20 years, the Packers have a uh, offensive line because of injuries and rotating people around and stuff like that. You know, he's doing good. He's playing really good. The defense ha- shows flashes of being able to get it done. Uh, Rashawn Gary really turned it on towards the end of the game. 
Um, yeah. A lot of a lot of the last couple of years draft picks. I mean, especially this last year, all these rookies that are forced to play right now. I mean, maybe there's something to it, man. Like maybe there's something about getting them out there and playing them, you know, and it's going to be hard. And the NFL is so cutthroat that everyone doesn't want to do it because everyone in this league is so risk averse. But the Packers are just going to throw things against the wall until it sticks. And Lafleur, you know, you can tell like when someone asks about, you know, now that they're number number eight in the standings, you know, they're the next ones up to get into the playoffs. You know, like uh, about uh, can you use your periscope to see through the clouds and see if you can make the playoffs? He's like, I don't know what a periscope is. I'm just coach. Like you can tell he's reverted back to like just where he should have been in year one when he when he mm-hmm. got here, not with a Super Bowl contending team, you know. So um, the okay. team's got the team's got promise, and you know, throwing these rookies out there and seeing what you got, you know, and then having a game like this makes it worth it, you know. And now we can have three stinkers in a row. But as long as you have that game once in a while to be like, this is completely worth it. We're seeing what's happening. This Devontae, Devontae Wicks would not have had. Dontavian. Would he have got, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I said his name. But yeah, Wicks, yeah. Would, would he had a shot on another team? This is the whole argument that like if Coach Bud would have been the head coach when Giannis came to the Bucks, would he be a star? Because Bud would never have given him a chance. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how it goes with other teams. If he was some guy who is the fifth wide receiver, but he he looks like he should be the one like and, and Jaden Reed is the number one right now. He is the leading receiver on this team, mm-hmm. but yeah, those are the guys who, who have really stepped up and looked very good. And you hope that they continue to put up something as, as this year goes on. And I think that's the biggest thing I'm looking for is I'm looking to see, are they getting better as the season goes on? Are they finding ways to improve? And that's what I saw this week. I saw that, that you know Tucker Craft looked better. I saw that um, we we did better using Musgrave a little bit until he got hurt. We we looked better uh, in a lot of things. We we really kept uh, Jordan Love clean for the most part. He had to step up a couple of times. He had to find a way around things a couple of times, but he did. It, he made the plays that needed to be made, and that definitely changes. A lot of the way I feel about the season, I don't need them to make the playoffs. They're not going to make the playoffs. Don't don't do this to yourselves, people. Um, I mean, like they're the eighth seed, but the the team, I guess, technically directly above them right now in terms of uh, actual record uh, is actually the fourth seed. So, like the seventh seed right now is the Vikings. There's a mm-hmm. five and five team, one game ahead of us, but that's the Saints who lead their division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what though, John. So this week against the lions, right. it's a Thursday game. So it's going to be a crapshoot. You never know. Like I, I don't bet Thursday games cause you just don't know. Like, Oh yeah. No, no. It's, it's hard. And then, uh, especially with a team with a ton of injuries. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, two weeks from now playing against the chiefs. No. I'll tell you what, if love looks better than just, than, uh, Jalen hurts did last night. Like, even though they won the game, for 75% of that game, Jalen Hurts did not look good. It was tuck and run, 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 tuck and run. Bad throw, bad throw. Last night's game was hard to watch at best. But I want to see that Kansas City defense is no joke. No. And I want to see how how, uh, Jordan Love looks against them. If he looks good to better <laughs> than Jalen Hurts, then I'll be 
I, I think that's going to be a big measuring stick. I want to see what that oh. Kansas City game looks like. And the like. Lions, too, because the Lions defense. That's what I said, but I'm not going to judge him off harm this on, on a yeah. Thursday night game I'm, or a Thursday game. I can't. Yeah, yeah I guess. Sorry, I don't know. Go ahead. Then, then after that, though, these two games are going to be tough, and I think they lose them both. you got Lions and Chiefs at home, but still. Uh, yeah. But then you get the Giants and the Buccaneers and the Panthers. So, like, okay, that's reasonable. Then you got to go play at Minnesota and then the Bears at home uh, to kind of end it out. But there's four very winnable games there, and I don't – I'm not Did counting you, the Vikings. Hey. I'm saying Bears, Panthers, Buccaneers, Giants, four very winnable games. I don't mm-hmm. know that they win them all, but they've got they've got a chance in those games. If, but... they, if they don't make the playoffs, they better not because that's going to affect their draft stats. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a chance they go eight and nine on this team, yeah. or you know, six and eleven. I mean, none of the none of these things yeah, are outside I would prefer, of reach. I would prefer the six and eleven if at all possible, please. Bears and Panthers, I think, are the ones eight, that eight, they eight, are nine, going to eight, win. Eight nine got the Seattle Seahawks nowhere for like twenty years. <laughs> so it's true. Uh, um. Hey, did you see the stat that? Uh, Love already has more passing yards this year than uh, uh, Justin Fields has ever had in a season. <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah. Oh, ten games in already has more yards than Justin Fields has ever had in a season. So wow, that's something. Um, yeah, this is all rough. I'm looking at the the draft though that we had this year, and I want to. I just wanted to bring this up because I think this has some value to it. Um, yeah, Van Ness hasn't been on the field a lot, but it's kind of that Sean Gary kind mm-hmm. of thing where he came in to be the third rusher and then come in next year, more or less. Yeah, um, and I took shots at him last week, but I think he'll come around. I, I he do. had a couple good plays in this. This he, one. he, he didn't play a lot. This Sunday was a good day. There was a lot of people that, you know, with all the injuries that stepped up and Van Ness was at least in on some plays. So that was Yeah, good. then you got Musgrave, Jaden Reed, Tucker Craft. They all played very mm-hmm. well. Uh, Colby Wooden, he's had some ups and downs, but for a fourth round pick, he's been a, a, a body who's made a couple plays. He gets hey, blown if, out every now and then, but yeah. And, and back to the third round, if, uh, Tucker Kraft breaks the third round curse, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Sean Clifford, who I don't care about, but then Dontavian Wicks in the fifth round, Carl Brooks in the sixth round. Carl Brooks has been amazing. A lights out. Yeah, Carrington Valentine, again, again, seventh another round. Player that if we weren't in the situation we were in, would he even be seeing the field? No, probably not. He's 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 a rotational guy, but yeah, he's been so good. Um, he's been yeah, pushing good. for a lot of time. He's been just fantastic out there. Uh, he has as many passes defended as uh, Jair Alexander does. So yeah, he he, just knows, he has his nose in everything. He's yeah. yeah. And several different, uh, yeah, he's got a couple sacks. He plays well. He gets across the line. He does everything well. So, yeah, this this draft class, this early. But I feel very good about it, and I felt good about well, it at the time. To, you didn't even get to the seventh round, did you? Well, Carrington Valentine said, yeah, he's yeah. the seventh round. Lou Nichols, Anthony Johnson, actually, another guy who I think has a chance of being something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of him yet, though, so it's hard to say anything about what he is or will be. All right. Well, let's move it along to Wisconsin Badgers, who also became bowl eligible this week. So, Ooh. hooray, huh? They, Duke's they did Mayo Bowl, here we come. Yeah, something like that, because this game I like bluecarpet.com bowl. Technically, Nebraska can still become bowl eligible if they win this week. Same with uh, Minnesota, Illinois. Those So, Illinois, Minnesota, Nebraska, all of them, five and six. Uh, Nebraska, unfortunately, will play Iowa. 
uh, who has not decided to stop playing football just because they've already won the West. Uh, but yeah, and good and good for them. Yeah, good no, Ferentz, good they've looked them. good. Yeah, just do it, man. And then they'll go play whoever wins the game this week. I just, guess. just keep winning until you go meet your maker. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I don't remember who Illinois is going to play. Minnesota is going to play Wisconsin. Wisconsin has a chance this week to take a rival and send them home for the holidays. Like this could be the last game this year for Minnesota. Minnesota will be playing at home their senior day. Uh, their last chance at a bowl game, but man, uh, Minnesota has not looked great. I, I, I guess let's, let's talk about the, the actual game first. Um, lots of ups and, ups and downs. Mostly it started off with about the worst way you could start this game. So that's Nebraska goes down to scores touchdowns, each of their first two drives. All right. So that's, that's what happens. So it's 14, nothing immediately. And then Wisconsin fights all their way back, gets up 17-14, and then plays the softest defense imaginable, you know, just going full on Joe Barry there, and lets them just go straight on down the field. Uh, Nebraska playing. Is uh, Leonard available? Uh, yeah, kind of. But let's remember the reason there's not a lot of uh, older established talent on this team and we're relying on a bunch of younger guys and transfers is that Leonard – did not have players there like this. He left the defensive cupboard bare and that should be at least mentioned. So there's that. Okay. But at the same time, I don't know that Trussell's got it either. So we'll see. But the, oh, are we talking about more nepotism? Wow. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes, indeed. Yes. But uh, the Nebraska quarterback played Played well. This is his first start of this year. He's a transfer guy, too. I'm forgetting where he came in. Was it Florida State or something like that? He He's a transfer guy into the Nebraska program. Both their quarterbacks were. Uh, and they he got his first real start of the season after Sims went down. And I think to a little bit, they didn't know what to expect from him and then settled into it. And, and quite honestly, only gave up three points after that. So... That you know that that's pretty decent there. They they did a lot of things fairly well from that point back, but uh, they had a lead. They had a chance to hold this lead, and they didn't. They let Nebraska go down, kick a field goal, and give themselves a tie game going to overtime. Wisconsin converted a third and fairly long, managed to make a play there. Mordecai actually played well. I've been a critic of his. I thought they should have stuck with Braden Locke, but Mordecai played played well in this game. Not great, but he played well. Um, and that's that. That was enough. Uh, they, they had trouble running the ball. Braylon Allen obviously still not a hundred percent. It's very clear from watching him that he's just you know pushing is it, through. Is, is it because Mordecai is his guy? Is that why they? I think he like... wants. To, he got a guy who you know transferred in was a high mm-hmm. court. You know, like he's throwing like seventy touchdown passes and wasn't going to the NFL, and he wanted to get his chance here. They gave him a chance. Um, he's a guy who who made up his mind to come to Wisconsin. He's a senior, yeah, uh, like yeah, a six year yeah. senior. This is it. Yeah. Um, and the other guys are all red shirt freshmen. So right. I think he wants to do that. Okay. No, uh, I, I mean, I mean that it I makes sense. I mean, because you're like, cause you just said that thing about Locke, and I was just thinking like, well, Mordecai's a senior and he did transfer. And I'm like, Locke I mean, transferred in too. In, in, in a loss. Well, I mean, but, but like, but Locke, you said is younger too, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, maybe freshman. that's maybe 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 Fickle is keeping a promise. 
You know that what I'm saying? Be. To Mordecai, like, hey, like you'll be our guy all season long, even if the if even if it go, if even if the things goes pear shaped, yeah. you know, you know, if you transfer, you're going to be the guy all season long because everybody sure. else is young. So I mean, yeah. you got to take that into account too. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and so and you know because players talk too. So you know if Mordecai goes, Fickle said I was going to be the start of the whole year. Got there, fourth game in, he replaced me. You know, yeah, that doesn't look good on him. It's a lost season. It's a building season, you know. So, anyways, I'm sorry. I just had that thought when you were talking about that. Like, yeah. Even though you said even though yeah. Locke looked better, and I was like, well, why do they keep with him? And that's and that's why, you know. And and you said too, like, yeah, he had a he had a you know, a good shot before this, and this was his chance at a big school, and it's not working out great. But not great, I, no. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, they made a couple of plays down there in overtime, and then. Yeah, Nebraska did what Nebraska tends to do in these types mm-hmm. of games. Uh, Nebraska went out. Uh, they ran, and ran the they, triple option. No, no. no. Recent uh-huh. Nebraska, not Nebraska. Oh, we knew. Nebraska got it. Okay. Uh, incomplete, a drop pass, and then a false start, and gave them fourth and was it thirteen? And they threw a pick, and then luckily the Badger just fell to the ground. He's like, "Nope, we're done. Game's over. I, I don't need to run." to the sidelines and try to get hit by a lineman. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to fall to the ground here. Cause that's, that's what you should do. Game ending pick, just fall to the ground and give up games over. So yeah, they sneak away last game at camp Randall for this year. Uh, senior night for a lot of guys there. And uh, yeah, so getting ball eligible is huge. For people who don't know um, if like, if the Badgers beat the Gophers this week, what happens is the Gophers are done practicing football. Not just playing. They don't get any more practices. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge thing. Getting the bowl is big because it allows you to continue practicing for another month. And Mm -hmm. that's huge, especially for a team that's in a rebuild, in a a growing position like this team is. Uh, This is huge to be able to get that. I would love to watch Wisconsin come and beat Minnesota and keep them out of a bowl game. Mm -hmm. It would make me so happy. Well, and, and but, not only that, but even if you go to the grasshog uh, weed eater dot com bowl two point oh with almonds on the side, um, <laughs> you're still going to make some money for your university. Like it's not like they don't. I mean, it doesn't pay like the Fiesta Bowl, but well, I mean, Big Ten Big Ten bowl money gets split among all the schools equally. So uh, every so dime the make, Badgers we're make, make money from Minnesota. Oh, God. Well, maybe. What kind of communist organization is this? Anyways, they um, all make but money. Way, but I mean, but still, but still, plus it's, plus it's, um, you're going to be in a bowl game, which you're going to be seen on TV on ESPN, FS1, somewhere. You know, it's exposure. You know, yeah. exposure for your program. Get the W out there. So, yeah. I mean, of course. And John, yes, they did. They did beat Iowa. So yeah, Minnesota have, can play. No, they no, they play. beat Iowa, so they have Floyd the pig. Right now, yeah, uh, Floyd of Rosedale, yeah, the Floyd, of, so, yeah, Floyd yeah, of Rosedale, so, which is a pig, you're uh, right. Uh, unbeknownst to a lot, a 98 pound bronze pig, by the way, it's a it's a sizable it's a statue. Pig. It's it's a pretty decent, yeah. So Floyd of Rosedale so Minnesota, was an actual Minnesota, pig. Minnesota used to be really good back when, right? And because of that, they have mm-hmm. three three trophies, three pretty cool trophies, of which they have not had a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um, they of course have the brown jug with Michigan. Yeah, um, which they don't Michigan play every is, year. Yeah, which Michigan has held for the better part of fifty years. A while, yeah. Um, Not that long, the, but yeah. The, the the Floyd of Rosedale, which they have with Iowa. Yep. And then, um, and and not like 
and these are old trophies, not like the one we have with Nebraska. The freedom um, trophy. <clears throat> freedom, freedom. America. Um, of <laughs> course, the the Paul Bunyan trophy. And as of currently right what? now, both the Paul Bunyan axe and go. Floyd of Rosedale reside in Dinkytown, Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. So and technically we need the to Paul... win just to get one of those trophies out of there because, my God, they can't have both of them. Yeah, we need to have a majority of our trophies because we have Iowa took uh, the uh, the Heartland Trophy this year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we have the Heartland and Trophy. And Wisconsin that, yeah. took back, you know, they got they got this one, um, the Freedom Trophy, which is. How old is this? The Freedom Trophy can't be much more than, what, 20 years old? Not even. I think it's seven or ten. Since they came to the Big Ten, right? Yeah, not right away, but pretty soon thereafter. They play at Memorial, which is a veterans stadium, and we play at Camp Randall. So it's an honoring to the fact that they both play at veterans named stadiums. Got it. The trophy actually is Camp Randall on one side and Memorial on the other. It's literally depending which way you're looking at it. It's cool. It's a cool trophy. It's just it's super new. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, but getting the axe would be huge, so Wisconsin can have two of their three trophies. And also, if you could keep Minnesota out of a bowl game, that's huge. That would be yes. a big a big deal for this team. Uh, last year, Kalik Manis came in for an injured Tanner Morgan and looked pretty good. He has not looked good this season. Uh, I've watched yeah. several of these games. They have a young freshman running back who's been doing fairly well. Um, he has 591 yards rushing. Um but yeah, they've got a couple guys who can kind of play, but they're really relying on that defense, which is the big part of what they're doing and trying to control the ball. But I don't know. They just they, this has been a team that's been very mistake prone uh this year. They they got in a bad spot where they lost to Illinois on a ridiculous deep ball to a guy who was making his first ever throws. Yeah. Uh, three, he went 3 for 3 <laughs> for 77 yards and, and won the game. Uh, that was it. Won the game. Yeah. Yeah, and then Purdue came and just beat. I mean, they went down to Ross Aid, lost to Purdue badly, which was crazy because Purdue, that is one of only two wins they have in the Big Ten this year. They are three and eight overall, two and six in the Big mm-hmm. Ten, and one of those two, one of those three, is Minnesota. Uh, then they went to the Horseshoe last week and got just beat up by Ohio State, but this is their last chance for a bowl, Could, and it's Senior Day. Minnesota's. Cover. It's yeah. 20, 20, 28 was the, was the line and Oof, they couldn't cover lost it. Lost with yeah. 30, uh, 34. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a tough one on the, on the Badgers because <laughs> Minnesota has everything to play for. Wisconsin playing because they want to win and they would like to go with a winning record as opposed to six and six season. But Minnesota is playing for their chance to continue playing another game uh, in mm-hmm. you know whatever it's going to look like. And they're playing at home and it's going to be their senior day. So I think Minnesota's got an edge here. I hate saying that, but that's that's just what it looks like. Uh, it's going to be a tough, hard scoring game, and we're gonna. Wisconsin doesn't have much of a running game now with a couple injuries here and there. I mean, they lost their top two running backs. Braylon Allen's still running through a bunch of injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough that way, and we'll see how it goes. But the Badgers really have a chance, especially if Mordecai plays well, and um, if Pauling is fine again because he got hurt towards the end there. But yeah, we'll see. Because this well, is Braylon Allen's last game, regular season game with the Badgers. He, and yes. I don't know if he'll play in the bowl game. We'll see. Uh, this is his last year, though. He's not coming back. Yeah. And so. and also to add to that one, too, like you just said. So, like, um, you know, Mordecai, he's got 
you know, he's got a game. I think this will probably be on. This will be one of the main games during the midday, right? It'll uh, probably get till. They're going to be a two thirty start. So yeah, they're one of the not the early games, but right there in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's not just going to be on Big Ten Network. It's got to be on one of the major FS One. FS One. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All <laughs> right. So it's a bigger game, and also too, don't underestimate how much Minnesota hates Wisconsin. Correct. Like if, if their team goes one and whatever during the year, and the only game they win is against Wisconsin, that's a winning season for them. Like mm-hmm. it's like, it's like the Vikings on steroids, Vikings fans on steroids and the Vikings on steroids. Like they, they really don't care. They only just want to beat the Wisconsin team. Mm-hmm. That's all they really care about. They really even don't care that much. They, they kind of care about. They Iowa. don't even watch the rest of that season. Like to be right. clear, I live there. They, nobody talks about gopher football. No, they, just they kind of care about Iowa just a little bit, yeah. but they don't care about Michigan at all. Cause they're not going to beat Michigan, <laughs> you know? So, and they don't play know, them every year. Yeah. And not anymore. They don't. Um, and so the, the Iowa game kind of comes up a little bit only. And, and Iowa doesn't have a pro sports team to compare it to, mm-hmm. but, like just like Wisconsin doesn't really consider the Gophers a rival as much as some of the other teams. Like they really want to compete with the Ohio States and the Michigans. That's what they're aiming for. Like Minnesota only wants to beat Wisconsin. That's how they justify their existence. Yeah. That's all they want to do. So, I mean, that's the thing. Like they're the, the, the Badgers are going to come into hunting, being hunting, being hunting, big stadium. And uh, they will be, Public enemy number one, uh, as small as that stadium will is, it will be loud, mm-hmm. and it's it's not going to be an easy win because that's all they want is to beat the Badgers. Yeah, they really don't care the, about the bowl game; they care about beating the Badgers. Right, and yeah, that's that's the big thing there because they need this, and, and this is this is a huge part for them. So yeah, I, I think PJ I, Fleck needs to have both those trophies in his case over the winter. Because yeah. he's got, he doesn't have the wins to recruit people. No. So yeah, it's we'll we'll see. I think Minnesota's got a real edge in this game, and I think that that's going to be the big part that I think they probably win. I mean, I, I hope not, obviously, but I think that they they probably pull this out in a very low scoring game. Uh, is my opinion. I don't think there's going to be a lot of offense. So thirteen ten, it's going to be cold. It's yeah, gonna be cold in Minnesota that day. And that stadium's terrible in the cold because remember oh, they, they played there, and it's, no, it's not built to be played in the cold because the season's over. You know, late November. So mm-hmm. when they played NFL games there, people kept getting hurt because the stadium is not built to be played in in the cold. It no. is not like the NFL doesn't want to play games there. So yeah, no, they can't figure out stadiums in that town. Yeah, no, they kind of can. Either way. But they put a baseball stadium out that if they ever make the World Series, uh, it's going to be played in a blizzard <laughs> because the World Series goes into November. Yeah. All but right. No roof. Let's, let's move on to basketball here. We'll start with the pros, and we have a winning streak for the Bucks now. They're five straight wins after the tough ones we talked about last week with the Magic and the Pacers. Uh, the Bucks get on a roll and they they get they get the win against the Hornets in Charlotte which makes them 2 and 0 in the tournament the in-season tournament mm-hmm. uh you know they beat the Bulls which is great they beat the Raptors Hornets Mavericks which is a big one i think because yeah. that they got some scoring talent there yeah uh and the Wizards the Wizards on the road get that road win you got to do it but it's i mean that's not as amazing 
Well, man, they are giving up a lot of points this year. Uh, and I haven't seen, I guess, it, it's getting better. Uh, we haven't seen Lillard really light it up since early in the season, but still looking pretty decent. <laughs> Giannis called it random basketball. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so great. Um, but yeah, no, it, 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 they look better and winning is winning. Uh, they're back on top of the division by well, a I game mean, and a half. And that's great. They put up 142 points against, <laughs> against the wizards. For yeah. The give, they gave yeah. up one 29, which I mean, that's not great, but I mean, like was it Giannis goes, it's 42. He went, he went 20 for 23. Right. For 42 points. However, he only went two for six from the free throw line, which, uh, but 20 for 23 is, um, 87%. And, I didn't have it ready, but I believe that he is the players of all time that had a field goal percentage higher than 80% and scored more than 40 points. It's Wilt Chamberlain with four games, and now Giannis has three games like that. <laughs> and so, and by the way, I would like to bring something up. Anybody who wants to rip on Giannis's game, which is predicated on dunks and being around the rim, and driving to the hoop and overpowering everybody. I don't see anybody complaining about Will Chamberlain doing that. That's what Will Chamberlain did. He overpowered everybody. He was bigger than everybody. Yeah. Well, and he, That's all, he was he fast, too. He could really move, yeah. Fast and dominated the paint. And probably shot free throws better because everybody does. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't remember anyone talking about Will Chamberlain's incredible mid-range jump shot. He had it. He could shoot. That guy was crazy. I mean, he could, but I mean, but he dominated underneath. That's what he did. Like he, I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Does the Bucks. Sense. I mean, I mean, I, is, is everyone just a little bit too critical on Giannis about the not being yes. able to? Okay. Because I mean, like he he's a giant dude who does whatever he wants. So it's like, yeah, what um, what else do you ben... want him to do? Like find a way to stop that, and then you'll see what else he's got. He can do some mid range shooting. He does that every now and then. His three is not great, but he. You know, he's fine. The, the first hundred years of basketball was get it to the big guy nearest to the basket. And there was no three point shot. Everybody else and put it in the peach basket for Christ's sake. You know? <laughs> yes. It wasn't, it wasn't given, it wasn't give it to the five foot six guy on the perimeter and hope he gets it into the peach basket. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I just trying to take a look at all the games we got left. The last one they've got is Miami. They just got to play Miami left Miami and the bucks both. Uh, currently two and zero in the uh the bracket here, so uh, it's Tuesday, November twenty eighth. Uh, so just uh well, they, next week they'll have yeah, the game, and I'm just double checking. It's uh, so it's Bucks and they're playing in Miami, mm-hmm. uh, which used to be the uh, FTX, uh, mm-hmm. but isn't anymore. You know, the NBA they did their due diligence on this, and they said, yeah, we can take your money. Uh. But yeah, that's the last one here, and it's it is. I mean, that's well, what's left here is that game, and then we'll see who wins this. The uh, the Pacers have already clinched Group A, Bucks mm-hmm. and Heat to get Group B. Uh, mm-hmm. Group C, right now the Celtics are two and zero, and they only got one game left against a team that's zero and two. And the Lakers clinched Group A in the West. They're three and zero. No, I'm sorry, they haven't clinched because it's a bigger group, I guess. So, yeah, uh, we'll see how this goes. Nobody's clinched. The Wizards are eliminated. The Pistons are eliminated out of the East. Uh, Memphis and San Antonio are eliminated out of the West. 
Yeah. So well, it's gonna be a tough game against the Heat because ever since they got Dame Lillard, they've been oh the Heat didn't get Dame Lillard. Oh, that's right. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> um. Anyways, um. No, tomorrow night's game against Celtics. Even though it's not tournament play, that's gonna that's gonna be a big game. Um. Yep. My prediction for who's gonna win the tournament is the mil- the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think they're gonna win the tournament. I really do. Interesting. Um. They're on. They're playing really well right now. Um. They've in the last couple of weeks they've beaten uh, the Nuggets, uh, Golden State twice. Um, they're yeah, playing. They're, they're they're playing well. Um, yeah, they're two and zero in the their Group C in the West. Um, so they've got. Yeah, that's with the Warriors, the Thunder, the Kings, and the Spurs. As I mentioned, Spurs already eliminated. Yeah, Anthony Edwards is one of the best players in the league. He's up and coming. He's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Uh, Kat's been playing well. Rudy Gobert has been playing well. Nas Reed. Uh, they've got some good players there. And the reason why I said that they're going to win the in-season tournament is because everyone kind of – everyone's into it. Like, I'm into it. I think this in-season tournament's a great idea. It really invigorates, like, the – like, we actually care about fall basketball in the NBA right now, right? Like, and it so far, it's not it, – it's, it's a good product. Like, they're showing up. The courts look weird. I wish they'd yeah, be less colorful because it's hard to watch on TV. But, <laughs> um, but uh, no, I like I like I like the idea of what they're doing. I really do. But the reason why I think the Timberwolves will win it, it'll it's the first in season tournament, and either the NBA will go forward with it or they'll dump it after the season, and then the Timberwolves will be either stuck with, they'll be stuck with the, either the first in season tournament which will go on to live in infamy forever. And they were the first in season tournament and 30 years down the road when that's the most important thing in the NBA history, everyone will love it, or it'll be just a one year thing. And then it'll be, that's the only championship Minnesota sports have had in 30 years. Men's championship. Men's sorry. Men's championship. Yes. Because the links were awesome for the better part of the teens. And so, uh, yeah, I, 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 I actually want them to win it because that's, so. And, I, and I was wrong. There's also the, the Bucks do have to play the Wizards, who, as I mentioned, were eliminated on the 24th. Yeah. So 24th and 28th are the last two games. 28th is going to be the one that matters because the Bucks are going to beat the Wizards in that one uh, again. And so, yeah, so that's what we're looking for is the incidents in terms of the only thing that matters right now. Bucks are on top. They're, they're looking good. They're getting scoring. Uh, defense takes longer, I think, because there's a lot more gelling involved in the defense, and there's a lot more communication issues that need to be worked out through that but that's the thing that that they're working on now so that's yeah good. they'll figure it out lots yeah, of new I think people so. lots I... of moving pieces they'll be fine uh the badgers basketball team men's basketball team went to the fort myers tip off in the beach division which is hilarious i just love that oh where they actually beat the 24th ranked previously undefeated virginia cavaliers uh they beat them 65 uh to 41 and so <laughs> I mean, that's not. I don't know. I'm surprised by that. They they you can't. Can. Be, you can't be 24th in the country and only score 41 points. And that's Virginia can. That's how Virginia. Oh it's a it's a Tony Bennett team. Yeah. Uh, but the Badgers held them to 32.6 percent from the floor. Uh, only one player from Virginia gets into double figures, which you. I mean, with 41 points, you can't have two of them because then nobody else is scoring. Um, but uh, it's Beekman. He gets 17. Uh, but yeah, a lot of a lot of good games here. Crowell ends up leading the Badgers in scoring with 15. Get nine from Wall and nine from Klesmith. 
and then 10 off the bench from uh, from Blackwell. So that's that's nice there. Uh, they definitely clamped down on store a little bit more this week because he's only got seven points in this game. But yeah, the Badgers uh, win the first one there against Virginia, and they will get their next game coming up against SMU on the 22nd. So tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening to this. So that's where they are. Then Marquette, the the more interesting team, obviously. Marquette, let's get to Marquette because they're number four in the country, and they just... You should have led with them. Right. Even before the Packers. Let's get this to make the last thing that happens before we get to the last call. But Marquette, uh, number four ranked Marquette, uh, stays undefeated, 4-0. and They beat UCLA in the All-State Maui Invitational. Mm. And this was one where they had it right down to the line. Uh, they need a three-pointer late to get them back into the lead. They win by two, 71-69 over UCLA out in Maui. Uh, getting 19 points from Joplin, which is nice. But, yeah, they they shoot sixty or pardon me, uh, 45.5%, 32% from three. Not their best game in that regard. Uh, they get out rebounded, but not by a lot. Um, so they they had a good game. Uh, UCLA led most of the way through this one, but Marquette's got a lot of I mean, a lot of experience. Just with the number of guys who came back, who I'm surprised, frankly surprised, came back. Uh, this this is a good looking team, but they're going to get their best challenge coming up right now. They are currently, and you'll have the end of this by the time you're listening to this because this will end some point while I'm editing. For Marquette in the first half, uh, 11 minutes left. They're up 23-16 on number one ranked Kansas. So hopefully they can hold that off. There's a lot of times, I say this a lot in college basketball especially, uh, halftime scores, uh, it's easy for a team to stay with a better team for a half of basketball because emotion can carry you for a ways. You can get on a streak. Uh, You'll see this in tournament all the time. Up to halftime, somebody will be leading that just, you don't understand how it's happening, uh, but the talent usually wins through by the time you get through forty-five, you know, or forty—I mean, just forty-five or forty minutes in a game. You get it, you know. You got to play the full forty, and that changes how the teams go. So I think that that's going to be the the decider here, and we'll see how it gets down to ten minutes now, twenty-five to sixteen. Marquette on top. If they beat number one Kansas, Aaron, how stoked are you going to be about this? Uh, I mean. They will be number one then, right? I, think. I would have to think so. Yeah, at least, um, yeah, I mean, that's huge. I, I mean, so that's got to be a nine o'clock start, ten o'clock start on that game. Yeah, yeah. No, they just started while oh, we were recording. In Maui. So, yeah. That's yeah. right. They're at the Maui. I was like, my God, like, why is it Kansas? They're still Central. They're in Maui. That's why. Yeah, okay, they're playing in Maui, it, which it, makes it all it, bad. It, so yeah. So go Marquette. We'd love to see a, a big game there, and, uh, and and beat a blue blood too. Like it's it's Kansas, man. Yeah, and then after that, they, they'll just wait a couple days and they'll get a cupcake Wisconsin team coming in where they'll go, <laughs> they'll play them in the Kohl Center. But uh, they're, they're going to be the crap out of Wisconsin this year. It's just going to happen. Um, and my, my buddy Kyle Mayo will be uh, just beyond speaking to and won't believe that, yes, I rode for Wisconsin and then I hope Marquette wins every game for the rest of the year. I just do. Because uh, they got a great team and I love watching them play. And I know this drives Marquette fans crazy, but uh, I root for Marquette in every game but one every year because right. I like Marquette. My son is is planning on going to Madison next year, has Marquette um, T-shirts and sweatshirts and stuff because we want Marquette to win <laughs> because we just root for all in-state teams. Um, 
I know that you like this, but uh, UW Milwaukee they ended up losing to uh, Stetson, the Hatters. And I'll tell you, every time I get the updates, the Hatters, are you kidding? Me? It's so great, and every time I see it on my phone or updating on Twitter as I'm going through stuff, I I swear it says Haters, and like yeah, yes. yeah, Dub Mill versus the Haters, man, just versus the Haters, take them down, don't let it go. <laughs> All right. And with that, everybody, are, 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 we, are we referring to them now as uh, University of Milwaukee? They're just Milwaukee, I guess, but they are Milwaukee. still UW Milwaukee, I think, technically. But yeah. their branding just says Milwaukee. Right. OK, got it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I didn't see what the Phoenix are doing, but we'll get more into that later. They are not looking great so far. But either way, at this point, uh, we are going to cut to our last part of this and we'll finish up all the other sports that we have this week in the segment that we lovingly call our last call time to look around and get your bearings it's time for the last call so i want to start off last call with volleyball uh it was a rough week for wisconsin volleyball uh they they lose we said last week in penn state which is rough then they go to west lafayette and they lose a game uh, two to three Against the 15th ranked Purdue, uh, they've moved up, I think, a little bit. Wisconsin drops to fifth, and they, oh, they, no. yeah, they came back and thumped Indiana in Bloomington. But now they will come back home to the Field House, uh, the Madhouse down in Madison, and they will play the only undefeated team left in America, which is the number one ranked Nebraska Cornhuskers, who went to a fifth set with the Badgers earlier in this year. And uh, we'll see how this goes. This could be interesting. Playing the home game. Get the crowd in front of you. See how it goes. This is going to be great. It's going to be on the Big Ten Network. This will be the 24th, so the day after Thanksgiving, uh, which Nebraska always plays football the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, the, there's also going to be N- NFL the day after Thanksgiving this year for the first time. Weird. But I don't, Nebraska, yeah. Iowa is Farmageddon uh, the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> and so, yeah, you also have this, Wisconsin, Nebraska. Uh, which has been a great rivalry the last four years or so, and yeah. it's been great to watch. Uh, Nebraska got that first one, but this is uh, the Badgers' chance to come back and get this uh, tough one when they played. Uh, you know, staying in Indiana this whole week here, uh, they get the 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 win against uh, IU, but against uh, Purdue they have a rough one. They lose, they win the first set, lose the next two, come back, win the fourth, lose. Uh, 16-14 on that fifth set. Just, I mean, it's playing to 15 win by two and uh, really forced them into it, and they, they, they managed to sneak away with a tight one there. Uh, Sarah Franklin with 28 kills. Izzy Ashburn with uh, two aces. Uh, MJ Hamill also two aces, as well as Sarah Franklin, who's playing just out of her mind this year. Uh, Devin Robinson and Booth Carter doing a great way, each of them with five blocks. Uh, Yulia Orzow also with three blocks. Moving her back up front a little bit more, they were keeping her and Guchtekin towards the back. Uh, Yulia was also wearing the Libro jersey for a good chunk of the year. They, they've gone back to Guchtekin back there. Uh, she ended up with eight assists in this game. Izzy Ashburn leads the way with 32 assists uh, in the in the loss to uh, Purdue there, though. In other sports, as we mentioned pretty early on, uh, the men's hockey team... I mean, I hope you all enjoyed Wisconsin being ranked number one in men's and women's hockey this week uh, because it's all done now because uh, <laughs> it all came crashing. Yeah, it, it all it all fell apart. Uh, men dropped down to number six after getting swept by Michigan State in East Lansing. 
the women dropped down to number three, no longer receiving any first place votes after getting swept by Ohio State on the road in two rough uh, games down there. Uh, they they end up uh, in in some close ones. They lose uh, they lose to Ohio State in Columbus. Zero uh, three, but not as close, and then one to two on the second game. So they lose those two. Those are both WCHA games. Uh, Ohio State obviously jumps up to number one. Wisconsin mm-hmm. losing uh, two here though to Michigan State. Uh, rough games there. Um, so they lose uh, two to four and two to three on this one. It's number eleven ranked Michigan State, uh, and another road game here. But Wisconsin will come back to the Kohl Center. And play perennial non-powerhouse uh, Alaska Anchorage, uh, where I had a buddy I played with when I was younger who had a full-ride scholarship to Alaska Anchorage out of high school. Turned out his high school guidance counselor forgot to tell him that some universities do not count the like media course he took, like movies and whatever, mm-hmm. uh, as an English credit. So Anchorage told him he hadn't actually technically graduated high school according to their standards, and he lost a full-ride scholarship to a D1 hockey program, uh, did summer school, and went to UWSP. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. It's probably, probably for the best. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't Al- Alaska's cool. But Alaska is cool. But, yeah. I, I, I like Alaska. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, good good for your buddy. Uh, NCAA championships for this last weekend, I mean, as we for, mentioned. Except for the full-ride thing. Full-ride thing is nice to have. Uh, Wisconsin uh, cross-country championship. Uh, Badger women placed 22nd. Not their best race. Uh, the Badger men actually also kind of had a, a down race in terms of what they they were expecting, what they were looking at. Uh, they've been ranked as high as, I think, fourth at a point this season. Uh, but they end up 10th, 10th uh, in the NCAAs. Uh, this year, Oklahoma State edged out NAU, or Northern Arizona University. Uh, so, yeah, that was you know that's how, how they ended up there. So in this one, Jackson Sharp finished uh, 41st. Uh, Adam Spencer finished 70th. Josh uh, Trutchen finished 75th. Bob Liking down in 83rd. So that, I mean, this is a guy who's a three-time Big Ten champion. He finished fourth on his own team. So something was very much wrong there. And they still finished 10th. Uh, uh, Michael Wilson finishes fifth for the Badgers in uh, 133rd at uh, 30 minutes, 51.1. Here's the part I forgot from last year. We've been talking all year. It's an 8K 8K run. They've all been 8K runs. I forgot that changes once they get to regionals and the national championship. It's 10K. So it's 8K all season long until that's like, you know, football games until you got the Big Ten title game and then suddenly it's at 115 yard field. Uh, you know, and that's right. That's crazy that they, they add 2K on to the run just for the regionals and the, the nationals. So yeah, but unlike, unlike contact sports though, you know, you actually get stronger through the season. Like yeah. runners yeah. definitely have the poster best times at the end of the year. So, you know, uh, it's not like yeah, it, it's, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, it's the end of the year. You've been running your butt off and you're tired, but you know, you're probably at your best at the end of the season. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. I did not know that though. Yeah. That's, so, it just seems strange to me at that point, but it's, it's, you know, it right. is what it is. So but you don't have a 250 pound linebacker smashing you every other. Right. Run. So, you know, doesn't change that part. You, you can just ice your legs and you'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, that's that's how they ended up. They ran it out in Virginia. An interesting run, but they, they look good. And it, 
it's just a, it was a decent end of the year. Finishing 10th is a, is a good finish. They were expecting to finish higher. Um, just Bob liking not being able to run his game, run his, his race the way he wanted to definitely hurt the team and, and affected how they finished here. So that's, that's where they are there. Uh, said Harvard, you said a Harvard kid won. Huh? Harvard kid won. And I know you like saying oh, like, like, no, that's good for him. I'm sure he doesn't have a leg up in any other part of his life. Right. Here's the fun thing that I thought <laughs> I was waiting for you to respond to me. Cause I know you love talking about like, you've got a lot of people who are great, smart runners. There's a lot of great people who run cross country, it's, but I, I maintain generally across sports. It's, it's fairly well spread out, especially at the high school level. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, my offensive lineman had the highest grade point on our team. Uh, and we had, it was half of all the boys in our school were on the football team. So it was like that. But um, this is the first ever individual champion from any Ivy League school no in way. cross country. They have never, never won before. So good for him. A Harvard kid uh, managed to, to win that one. He was he was hanging around for a while. But the last K, he just kind of took it on, took the lead, and then just kept pushing out. So he did very well. Yeah, Oklahoma State uh, finally gets sure, back I'm to sure the podium. He's had, a, he's had a lot of adversity and not time to practice and stuff like that. Just, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Mm, uh, okay. and, Oklahoma, you said Oklahoma State kid. Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, Oklahoma State wins the, the, the national championship. Last year, they actually finished tied with NAU and lost on a tiebreaker, which is crazy. Uh, so that was fun. Good for them. Because just, just like Grinnell in Iowa, when you're, sta- when you're out in the middle of the plains with nothing else to do, what do you do? You just run yeah. to your friend's house. Well, and the championship tired. was in Stillwater last year, if you remember. Because oh, I remember watching. That's right, it was. Yeah. I put it on the projector. I was watching in the living room on the projector screen. It was fantastic to watch. It's because, because if you walk to your friend's house that's three, that's three miles away, it'll take forever. So you run there instead. That's why, you, <laughs> that's why all those people out on the plains are so good. So, yeah. yeah. But... Uh, in men's hockey, Eau Claire falls from sixth on seventh. They're now five, one, and one on the year. UW Stevens Point starting to pull things back together, getting another good weekend of hockey. They moved to six and two, jumped from 14th up to ninth. So two Wisconsin teams in the top 10 again, finally. Uh, in women's hockey, uh, we have River Falls moving from fourth up to third, still undefeated at seven and oh. Uh, Eau Claire six and two is from eighth down to ninth place. Still leading the way is Gustavus Adolphus, who has got all 20 first place votes. They are five and zero, oh, holding the on Coppers. to the top spot. <laughs> Good job. Amherst University in second at two and zero. Oh. Uh, the other things that we want to get to is that we do have some teams still competing in national championships. Uh, UW Oshkosh still alive in the volleyball national championships in the quarterfinals. So there's there are eight teams left. They will play Claremont MS. Oshkosh is the one seed, so they're going to be favored to get to the semis. They would then, if they win, play the winner of Hope and Johns Hopkins. Uh, the other teams remaining are Northwestern St. Paul, NYU, Juniata, and Trinity, uh, pulling out from a seven seed all the way to the quarterfinals in that bracket. Uh, both Wisconsin teams who are in the uh, football playoffs win this week. Whitewater beats the uh, MIAC, the Minnesota uh, champion, uh, 42 to 14 in Whitewater. They will now play Wheaton from Illinois, who just beat uh, Mount St. Joseph last weekend. And lacrosse beat up on Minnesota Morris. Uh, this was this was personal for me. My, my buddy Tim, uh, who is a, a, a very good lawyer, a fantastic lawyer, went to Northwestern later. But he got his undergrad at Minnesota Morris, which is out there on the plains, uh, western Minnesota. Uh, UW lacrosse beats them 62 to seven. 
Uh, lacrosse will now play Aurora, who beat Coe College out of Iowa this last week. They went, they had won that one twenty-seven. They will now go play at uh, Roger Herring Field at Memorial Stadium, Veterans Memorial Stadium. Also in that bracket, though, is uh, North Central, a multiple-time national champion in the last couple of years. Uh, they went easily over uh, Bellhaven, uh, sixty-five to nothing. They will play Trinity out of Texas. So the winner of Trinity and North Central, which will be North Central, and then Lacrosse Aurora, almost certainly Lacrosse, will end up in basically the semifinals to get their chance to, uh, well, the quarterfinals. I mean, uh, one of those two teams will have a chance to uh, go on to the, the finals there. So that's it, and uh, that's about all that we have then for everything. We got a little longer than we wanted to, but we got a lot of sports right now. We are in the boon of Wisconsin sports. We've got all the basketball. We've got. We just don't have hockey. Uh, <laughs> that's the only thing we're missing, though. I'll tell you, Aaron, my last aside before I, you know, we sign off here is I just got tickets for a boys weekend. Well, it's not weekend. I guess it's a Thursday, Friday. Taking my two sons down to Milwaukee because they will have the quick trip holiday face-off uh, 28th, 29th of December. And it's going to be UMD. It's going to be Northeastern and uh, Air Force. And Sweet. it's going to be a four-team tournament at Fiserv, and it's going to be fantastic. Uh, last year, Clarkson beat Wisconsin in the final. And this year, we got uh, the two-day pass. I think it was $64 uh, for all four games. So oh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to go down there for a couple days and, and enjoy that. So, yeah, I don't know if there's a lot of tickets left, but there were some. So here we go. Anything else you want to add, Aaron, before we sign off? Hey, I want to ask you, uh, so during that Sunday night game, was it Sunday night game? Yeah, yeah that's when the, when the people announce where they're from, like Brian Belaga, Iowa. Iowa. That's a Sunday night game. Yeah. So, oh shoot, I was looking. I was looking for last night's game. One of the guards from it must be uh, Denver. Denver is from UW Whitewater, right? Correct. Yep. Okay. But in minors. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, good because it was like University of Wisconsin Whitewater, and I was like, what? What? Okay, so cool. I was not aware of that. That's the dude who would always tuck his jersey up to make sure he showcased his stomach. He's such a weird dude. He is, he is hilariously fun. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to UW Whitewater, yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Dude, All right, everybody. I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you sometime about the witchcraft in that town. So <laughs> literal, literal, literal witchcraft. Like they have they have an old water tower where they have a fence around the water tower where the top of the fence bends in. Okay. Keep the witches in when they get inside that. And all three of their cemeteries in town are equidistant <laughs> in an isosceles triangle. Oh my gosh. That's, it's crazy. Anyways, go uh, whitewater. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for joining us uh, for another wonderful week of Wisconsin sports. We do uh, for both of us. We wish you a happy Thanksgiving for those of you who celebrate and are in America because you know, the Canadians, you can have your Thanksgiving whenever you want it. Uh, we definitely have listeners from a lot of different places and, yes. uh, but for those of you who celebrate Thanksgiving, I uh, hope you all have a, a wonderful holiday weekend with and hopefully with family and food. So uh, thank you again for joining us from across Wisconsin, the U.S., and around the world. We love having you here with us every week. Remember to follow us on all the social media we mentioned up top. You know, we're at Blue Sky, Mastodon, uh, and X Twitter as well. So just remember to go do that. And remember also that whether you are on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at ScottyJohnny1 or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.